everybody. Welcome to PodQuest episode 86. It is Sunday, January 24th, 2016. Uh, some of us are snowed in right now after the Northeast got hit with all that snow uh, Friday and yesterday. So uh, we're recording on Skype. Yeah. yeah. And uh, My arms a- are exhausted. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Richie's here. Yep. And Druton's here. Shoveling's the worst. And I'm Man. here. I'm you shouldn't even have to shovel. If anything, if anything, all you should have to shovel is your car. Uh, that's even would be awful because, you know, it gets plowed in and shit. Dude, I actually, you guys know I have that lot next to my house. Uh-huh. I, I parked there Friday into Saturday because some douchebag took my spot. So then Saturday, while it was snowing, I dug myself out of the lot into the spot the person took from me. Because they weren't even a New Jersey driver. They were a PA tags. So I was like, screw you, man. I'm taking my spot back. Wait, so where are you parked right now? Because I know right before we started, you were saying that if anyone takes your spot. In in front of my house. I mean, I'm just saying in general over the next couple of days. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm not doing that again. Digging myself out of that lot was a pain in the ass. Yeah, dude, just shoveling in general kind of sucks. I, I went out last night because... Erica ended up having to park across the street because um, one of our neighbors had like somebody over who parked in front of our house like an asshole. Like dick. Not even just because they parked in front of our house, just the way they did it. They <laughs> left. They left enough. It's like it, he's like a teenager. He's like eighteen or nineteen. <sighs> one of the. It was one of the the guy's son's friends, and it's just one of those like like none of them are actually assholes. Like I've asked them to move before, and they're always really polite about it. Mm-hmm. But just the way they always park, they're just such fucking idiots. So he moved yesterday. And I like had to dig that he he had to dig himself out of that spot. So I went out and dug Erica out to move her car, but it was just it was a fucking nightmare. My the spot I dug out for myself is big enough just for my car. Well, and, my car and, is actually car is stuck. smaller. My car's stuck in the driveway until the snow melts. At least some because they don't plow um the alleyway behind my house. Oh yeah. Well, they plow they plow one path of it, but they don't plow the one that goes past my driveway. Oh, that sucks. Um. So what – well, they, they kind of do it wrong too because like they plow the driveway, but then they come around and actually plow the streets again, which then just puts like the big piles of snow in front of the uh, the alleyways. Yeah. So unless you have like an SUV or a truck, you really can't get out anyway without shoveling yourself back down. Looks like it's time to get a snowblower. Uh, <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere. Like I don't have to go anywhere for work until Wednesday. That's not bad. So I mean, you know – if I have to go out today, I can take Erica's car. If I have to go out Monday or Tuesday, I just wait till she gets home. Well, aren't you a lucky person? Sometimes. <laughs> so what did you guys do this week? Uh, a lot, kind of. That's bullshit. You never do a lot. You probably played no. Z- you know, cro- what the fuck is that game called? <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles. X. There you go. No, you I, go. Ha- I didn't play. I haven't played it since I got grumpy about it last okay. week. Seriously, ever since listening to uh, the Beastcast episode where they were talking about that, I can't keep the name straight in my head. Why? Um, because the one, the one guy on there, kept, he, he, I don't know if he was joking around or if he really couldn't remember, but he kept calling it um, Xeno Cross something. Okay. Um, like, because there were so many different Xeno games, he just he couldn't yeah. keep it straight. Well, there's, there's Xeno Gear, Xeno Saga, and Xeno Blade. Yeah, and, and he was calling it like all Xeno the same Cross. Universe. Yeah. <laughs> but uh it's kind of like um helen keller and Anne frank after <laughs> clerks I, I, like not even a joke i actually have to think about it sometimes like i know which one's which but then in my mind i start getting um thrown off man <laughs> there's something wrong with you then i've seen clerks too a lot well see it less 
I haven't then, seen it in a long time. I don't have the DVD anymore. I don't know where it went. I don't even know if I have the DVD. I seen it once. It was a funny movie. Twice. It is. It's enjoyable. Yep. All right. Well, well that, what's all this shit that you claim to have done then? I watched a lot of TV and stuff. Oh, there all was the, a lot of TV. All the all the new seasons started up, and Heroes ended, and uh, I, haven't, I haven't watched the watched Heroes since it came back. They left it open for a for a new season. But they uh, the NBC execs said that they don't have any plans for that right now. Yeah, I, which drives me crazy because I thought it was known, or I thought it wasn't going to be have a full season order. I knew it wasn't going to have a full season order. But I thought it wasn't even going to – there wasn't even any running for a second season. I thought it was just going to be standalone by itself, nothing else. Well, that, that was the plan. They probably left it open so that they can do this again in like a couple years if they wanted to. But yeah. I don't think the ratings were very – I mean honestly, the, the way a lot of this stuff goes is they're going to come out of the gate and say, yeah, we don't have any plans. to Like this is a one-off. We're doing it the one time. If it would have gotten like crazy ratings, especially like for NBC – they probably would have just rolled right into another season of it. Um, it didn't get great ratings, though. So probably like, yeah, well, our plan from all along was to just not fucking ever do this again. Yeah. So <laughs> we're set, guys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was the the opening, it, like leaving it open for another season. It wasn't really too much. It was really, uh, I mean, it's not even like a spoiler in a way either. It's just the kids got... In like somehow somebody gave them a card, and at the end of it, uh, the Melina went up to uh, her grandmother and was like, "I got her great grandmother actually," and was like, "I got this card," and she's like, "Oh, it's from your dad," and then like it pans out. That's about it. So it's like you don't know who their dad is or whatever. Oh right, right, right. Because yeah, um, yeah Claire is just pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Right. But I, the, I, I kind of forgot about that. The finale itself was fantastic, like ups and downs and like very sad kind of it was it was so good. I don't know. I guess I didn't really like I didn't have any real connection to any of the characters. Like I just I didn't care for any of them. Like if bad things happened to any of these new characters they introduced, I just wouldn't have given a shit. Uh, I mean, of, at least by you figure I have three episodes left and out of it was 13, right? Yes. So I watched. Ten episodes. None of no, nothing really seemed to like click ever. Like it was cool seeing some of the older characters. I I, I like Noah. He, he yeah. was fun. Um, and I liked Hero for the little bit he was in it. And I was really disappointed with like kind of where they took his character. But at the same time, it worked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like like the two kids, I didn't really care about the the army vet with no powers. I didn't care about. The fact that yeah. Parkman was at least pretending to be a bad guy was kind of off-putting. The big yeah. bad lady, like, she was just annoying. Yeah, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, with the good characters, at least, you are you haven't really had the time to get a relationship with them. Yeah, it's only ten episodes, but it's like... I, like, I don't want to spoil what happens at the end, so that's why I'm like... Yeah. It is an emotional ending. You will get, a like, a kind of a upset from like a like a tearjerker kind of thing but like i liked um uh shit uh the, the penny guy that guy was cool yeah i thought he was neat and when did he got killed fairly early on uh like, what was that episode six or seven i think i think it was later i think it was like eight or nine i'm not too sure no because i think i, I want to say it was like six or seven but you see him again because they do that uh time jumping because uh, before it went off for um the winter hiatus they had um 
there was the two episodes in the past, and then there was the one where they came back to the the present. Yeah. So like the the I mean it, I I think the story isn't like the what they were kind of doing there. I just think the characters weren't compelling enough to carry it. Like yeah, like you didn't yeah. have a villain that was actually fun to watch the way like like Siler was or um. Yeah, the, like, the, the villain was just an overarching story villain, and it wasn't the 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 chick or the woman villain. She was a little bit much, but I mean, I thought it was a worthwhile ending. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I was I was really just waiting for it to uh to finish up, just so I could yeah. kind of watch them all. Yeah. Um. What else did I watch? Well, everything came back. Uh. Oh. So I'm not gonna go show by show, but they were all pretty sweet, like reopeners. But they had their um, what was it? Oh, the Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Premiered this week. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. It, it was different than I than I expected it to be. It's um, way too much referencing Doctor Who, though. <laughs> I, I don't think they're really referencing Doctor Who. I mean, this. not referencing, but like Arthur Dar- uh, Rip Hunter. He's a Time Master, but he ran from his position, and he's trying to change the future instead of or just trying to change history instead of just keeping it how it is. Like I'm like, oh, he's on the run from the Time Hunters. Yeah, but Doctor it, who is on the run is is the last of his kind and on the run from anything trying to kill him and it's just like I'm like yeah it's kind of Doctor Who ish but it's that, still awesome. That's all from the comics, is it? Yeah, like in the comics, like Rip Hunter is a or I don't know if it's still a thing or if like they retconned all this, but Rip Hunter was a Time Master. He's also like the future son of um, Booster Gold, who's the other prominent DC time traveler. Okay. But, like, Booster doesn't know that it's his son or some shit like that. I don't always know. DC, DC confuses me more than the X-Men does. Um, uh, so there are Legends of Tomorrow comics, or is it a Rip Hunter comic? Well, it's not Legend. Uh, they're actually coming out with a book that I think is called Legends of Tomorrow. It's not really – it's not going to be the characters from the show, but they're going to kind of – I think it's supposed to be, like, an anthology series where they're going to show some of the lesser-known DC heroes. Yeah. Um. But Rip Hunter is a time traveler, um, like just like Booster Gold. They tend to pop up and interact with the present day stuff and try not. They they try to right wrongs without destroying the time stream. Yeah. Um, so I mean, the the way that they did the Time Masters in that kind of like Bill and Ted style of them all up in the big round room while Rip Hunter does air guitar, which he didn't do, but that would have been pretty cool. <laughs> um. Like that's I don't think that's anything from the comics, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but like it's it it seems like it's gonna have some potential. It might take a couple episodes for it to bring in like like kind of like how Flash had started a little iffy and then just blew up its first season. See, I I thought the Flash like Arrow struggled in the first season. Flash yeah. kind of just like by the time they started doing Flash, they knew what they wanted to do. The network kind of let them go with what they wanted to do because they they had had success with Arrow and Flash. It, I mean, it had it, its normal like not problems, but it, it had to find its its footing for well, the first couple of weeks. But yeah, that, that that's what I mean. It like, was. St- I think it was. It's still the highest ever premiere on CW or something like that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Like it was. It was a fan. It premiered pretty damn well, but it's just like it took a while for it to get into itself, and that's what I mean for. Heroes of or Legends of Tomorrow. I'm gonna keep screwing up that name every time I talk about it. It happens. Um, but, but yeah, I, I I enjoyed it, and I, I saw I, the uh, the fake out coming. The whole he 
wasn't actually allowed to do it. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, it was like kind of out of the blue, but it was also like, you know what? I kind of figured this is how it was going to go. I just I I also I I actually really like the line of where it's near the end when he's when he's kind of like coming out and telling the truth to him. He's like, I picked all of you because you had no actual impact on your timeline. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you guys were to die, pretty much there wouldn't really be a big uh, big issue. Yeah, I, I like that. I was like, oh, man, these guys, they thought they were going to be awesome. And now it just doesn't even matter. Particularly with um, uh, Ray and Sarah. Yeah. Because those two were the ones that – well, Ray in particular had that whole talk of he doesn't he, – like he, he died and no one cared. Like, yeah, like yeah. The, the world as a whole didn't care. Like he he wanted to leave some sort of impact. So yeah, so this is his chance, and I mean, it was good. I'll, I'll keep watching it to see how it is. Uh, but I'm excited to watch it. Some things were like kind of confusing, like why is Vandal Savage alive and stuff like that. But well, in the future, but they explained it right away. Well, and that they um, show you at the end of the the crossover where Malcolm takes the ashes. They don't yeah. explain to you what he's going to do with them, but it's kind of. I mean that's foreshadowing that he that that's how he is alive is yeah. Malcolm does something. I kind of like he, that they threw it in there that he um he can only be killed for good by uh Hawk girl and Hawk guy. Yeah, by one of them. Because yeah. that that kind of leaves it open where even if he's just the season one big bad, um or even I maybe not even that like like because I I think he's the type of character that should kind of like span things because he does go throughout everything. Um, yeah, but if he if if he's one of those characters that kind of slips in and out of like their consciousness, basically, but they can kill him at different points in time, but not have that be the final confrontation. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's... they could go back and you know Sarah could stab him through the heart and kill him, but yeah. he's not really dead because Hawk Girl or Hawkman didn't do. It. Yeah, true. So it's it's going to be a fun ride watching that. So did you know there there's actually a Hawk Woman too? Hawk Woman. Yeah. Really. I believe so. I think I read that. I never really followed those characters, so I'm not positive. But yeah. I mean, I always knew about Hawk Girl, and I didn't really know about Hawk Man. Well, both of them were. I, yeah, both of them were in Justice League. Were they? Yeah, like I think it, it might have just been Unlimited, actually. I remember Hawk Girl being in one of the Justice Leagues. I don't remember seeing Hawk Man or Hawk Guy, whatever you want to call him. Justice League Unlimited had a uh, had a bunch of characters that weren't super well known. Because I think that was the show that had like. It had the Supergirl that wore like the T-shirt, and it had the um, Star Girl that she was relatively new at the time, and I feel like there was some other characters in there too. Okay, it's been a long time since I actually watched any of the the Justice League cartoons. They were always good too. Those Justice League cartoons were always pretty fantastic. Yeah, all the DC animated stuff tends to be really good. Like they do a good job of making most of it for kids, but having really thoughtful storylines to them. Yeah. So, like, it makes sense to the kids. The kids can follow it. But if you're older and watching it, you actually see what's going on a little better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that one where Batman has to kill the little girl on the swing. What? I don't think I ever saw that. Oh, yeah. It's – it's. I want to say it's Justice League Unlimited. It's the Royal Flush Gang, maybe? Something's going on. And one of, one of those characters, it's like a little girl, and she's got, like, these reality warping powers or something like that. And – the only way and she can't control him so the only way to stop her is like she has to die yeah and, um nobody wants to do it and batman just walks in in there to do it and i forget he doesn't i don't think he actually ends up killing her but like he just kind of stays with her until she dies okay 
but it's just one of those like, wow, this 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 shouldn't be a children's cartoon. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's pretty dark. Drew, you gonna watch Legends of the Tomorrow? Nope. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Just start. You can get at the ground level. I could, but no, I won't. No prior viewing necessary. They give you everything you need up front. Yeah. There's an old guy. There's a a, a young guy. There's a and scientist. There's a pretty there's, blonde, and there's two weird criminals. And there's even a half hour introduction to all the characters, so that you can watch that, and it'll teach you about everything right away. I was just told there was no prior watching. Well, I mean, it'll teach like you need to watch a thing to watch a thing. Well, no, well, no, right, no, I'm super no, out now. no. What I Way mean, to go, is Rich. Like, Way to go. All all these characters, with the exception of uh, Rip Hunter, have been introduced in previous CW, WB, uh, DC shows. You don't Flash need to watch that stuff though. Like, you they, don't. They give you a quick rundown at the very beginning. Like the, they do, like the expl- the explanation of who they all are within the first ten minutes. So you, you you see them all using their powers or whatever. You know that they're something because um, that's how Rip finds them. They're all doing something with their their abilities. Yeah. And then they they get into time travel. And who doesn't like time travel? Come on now. Come on, Drew. Watch it. So, Rich, did you notice that his ship is the same AI that uh? Reverse Flash had? Yeah, it's Gideon, and it, that's Barry's supposed to make that eventually. So. Yep, but I don't. I'm not sure who's from further in the future. I'm assume. I think Reverse Flash is from further in the. I didn't do any research to find out. Like at least, uh, in, at least in the TV universe, I'm not sure who's actually further. I don't think they ever said. No, the Reverse Flash. I'm assuming it's Reverse Flash because a he at one point he says that like Cisco's been dead for centuries to him. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Rip Hunter is only from 150 years in the future. Yeah. So, uh, who knows? We'll, we'll see in the future. I mean, Oh, see what I did there. We'll see in the future. Reverse flash is coming back. So he is is coming back. It's his origin story. So not, not necessarily getting into, um, flash too much. Cause I mean, it, it was a good episode. Um, nothing major happened except for, um, the thing at the end, which I don't want to spoil. Yeah. Um, who do you think is in the grave though? Oh, oh man! So you're going Flash and Arrow? Uh, I just kind of skipped you know, over Flash. I didn't care that much. You know, I'm honestly gonna say it's probably her mom. You think so? I would. I mean, if she's if if uh, Felicity's in the in the car and she's like crying, I feel like it's pro- and Barry was there. Barry had more of a connection with Felicity than the rest of them. I feel like it's gonna probably be Felicity's mom. All right. So one thing. That you might not have noticed. Um, Felicity wasn't wearing her ring in the, the limo. No, I didn't catch that. So, yeah, she doesn't have her ring on in the limo. Um, odds are she's probably in the limo because she can't walk. But uh, I don't know about that not walking thing because the next episode previews shows her standing. Or at least it looks like she's standing. No, because the, th- there have been scenes of her in a uh, wheelchair in future okay. episodes. Um there's a lot of other characters it could be that because I, I had the same discussion with somebody about like because at first I thought it was going to be Felicity because why else would Barry have showed up? Yeah. But you figure Dick is actually going to be in Flash coming up soon. Is he? Yeah, he's apparently he's going to be in an episode helping them take out King Shark. Okay, <laughs> King Shark. That's awesome. So he's going to have more of a connection with those guys than he had previously. Um, so you know, it's one of those. It, it could really be anybody. Whether they're going to kill off a main character like him. Yeah. I, but also, Ray is coming back. Or, Ray. Roy is coming back. Roy is coming back, yes. 
and Felici- Felicity and Rui were close. Is wait, is Rui coming back? Yeah. No, you mean Ray? No, no, Rui, Rui Harper, the original Arsenal is coming back. Oh, is he? Yeah. I did not know he was coming back. Yeah, he, he he's on at least one episode sometime this season. I he even um I, I saw it posted somewhere that he had like tweeted a few months ago back in Vancouver for the Flash, or okay. for, or I'm sorry for the Arrow. Okay, I didn't I didn't realize he was coming back. I thought they were just done with him pretty much. No, apparently his character wasn't even supposed to be in as many episodes as he was in. He was yeah. supposed to just be in there as like um, a guest star. Yeah. But he stayed on longer. So. Yeah. Because I think he's he just got cast in something actually. The actor. I'm not too sure. I haven't paid too much attention to that. I I just saw it in passing that he was in something. Well, that's just, that's interesting. I'm looking him up now because I don't remember what or why or where I saw that he oh he was in San Andreas that's one thing he was in oh that disaster movie yeah he he was in it for like five minutes at the beginning that's it okay okay maybe he's not actually okay I don't know I I must have just made something up that I saw him in something man Cobb stop making things up it happens yeah um all right the other things I watched of note I haven't watched I wanted to watch the 75 year anniversary thing for Captain America I haven't watched that yet I still haven't I have it on my DVR. I didn't even know that was on. When was that on? Uh, Tuesday before Carter. So what, at like 8? Uh, yeah. Fuck, I hope that's on uh, on demand because I didn't even know that happened. I'm sure it is. But they also had, CW had a um, Dawn of the Justice League half hour. So save that for news. Save that for news? Yeah, because well, a lot of the stuff that happened in that are kind of related to the news that I wrote down. Okay. I, I was just going to say I, was, I wasn't I was really too happy with it because of the way that they, like, advertised it. Mostly the, the Legends of Tomorrow one. Yeah, I mean, that was, one was just kind of boring because it was all just – it the, it, it, was, just, it was executive producers and shit talking about who these characters are. It's like, well, if yeah. we watch the shows, we already know who they are. And I'm like, I'm like I the way you advertise this is like this is going to be a history – of the Legends of Tomorrow, or of the people in Legends of Tomorrow, or whatever, like. But I mean, that's like, what it was. They were they were showing you the, but it was it was their TV character history, not yeah. anything else. I mean, I was expecting like what they do with like the Marvel stuff does the seventy five years of Captain America and all that, where they talk about these characters for however long that they've been around. That's what I was expecting. But see, Mar- Marvel does thing. it differently because Marvel isn't just focusing on the cinematic universe. Because when they do those specials, they're not doing those specials like they don't do it. They're not doing the Captain America. The Captain America one was for his 75th. It wasn't for Civil War that's coming out. Yeah, yeah, I know. They they probably talked about Civil War in it. And they they talked – I'm sure they talked about Chris Evans and the role and everything. But it was about the character as a whole. This was really just promotional material for Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. It's just – I I was like, why are you going to give me a half-hour commercial pretty much? Like – that's what it was. It was a half hour of you telling me about this show that's coming on that has characters that we've all been pre-introduced to. You're showing me a half hour commercial. Yeah. I was I was annoyed. Kind of the same with Dawn of the Justice League, but we'll talk about that at the news. Um, the last thing I said, Drew, and you're up. I, I played Starbound. I bought what and played f- Starbound. What the fuck is Starbound? <laughs> Wait, did you not watch Agent Carter? I did watch Agent Carter, but I'm like, I don't want to go bit by bit on every... Agent Carter was good. It was interesting. It was fun, but it was Agent Carter. Yeah, it didn't feel too different from the first yeah. season. I, I don't dislike it, but at the same time, I was just I don't know that th- those first two episodes didn't grab me. Yeah, yeah, it's like I'll still watch it, but I'm just like 
it's usually with most Marvel shows, the first couple episodes of a season doesn't grab you right away. Has to, you have to get a couple episodes in before you're really into it. Yeah. All right, back to you, Drew. I played Starbound this week. The fuck is it? Okay. Um, you ever played Terraria? No. Okay. Um, it's it's a sandbox game. Um, my is best it just like to- Minecrafty. Uh, well, it's like isn't Terraria Minecrafty? I should say. Yeah, it's uh Terraria is a two D eight uh, bit Minecraft pretty much with no story, and you can build towns. But as you build towns, NPCs come in and stuff like that. Um, that's Terraria in Starbound. Think of a eight uh, a not a, uh, maybe is it eight bit? Yeah, I guess it's eight bit. Um, eight bit. Uh, what's that called? Uh, what's the game coming out this year in space? No Man's Sky. Yeah. Think of an 8-bit No Man's Sky where you can travel from world to world and you go around, you can collect things. It's a sandbox game. It actually has a story to it, which is why I like it more than I liked Terraria. Terraria was straight up, you jump into the game and you do whatever the hell you want. This is you jump into the game and you wake up on your spaceship and you don't remember how you got there and you have to fix your ship. So then you do stuff and you do stuff to fix your ship and you have to collect things, you have to go mining and whatnot. And it's it's real easy mining. You just click the thing, and it'll it'll pop out when you like mind it long enough. It's it's fun. Like to me, at least, it's fun. If you're into the sandbox style games and the pretty much do whatever the hell you want type of games, you can. You, I would suggest it. Um, it's technically still in beta. It's been in beta or early access for a year and a half now. That's just like a thing now. I feel. Oh, like there are so many Steam games that come out that are just always in early access. Yeah, and the worst part about Starbound is, like, most of the time when they update it, they trash everything and then update it so that you have to restart anew again. So, like, I'm doing all this work in this game that if they update it, I'm probably not going to be able to do anymore. I'm going to have to redo it all. And I was playing yesterday for six hours and about an hour today, and it's like, all right, seven hours took me to get through the intro that i'm gonna have to do over again how much did this cost um it's on humble bundle right now uh okay it's a humble sale for 10 bucks but initially it's like 15 to 20 it's not expensive and it's like a nice time killer and it's like it's not too hard and it's just like uh it's it's kind of refreshing after having played fallout and um um xenoblade chronicles x it's kind of like this is something where it's like those but it's simple and you don't have to worry about everything else you can just do whatever the hell you want to do and the story there's an overarching story and it'll tell you how to get all this stuff that you need to get like right now i need to uh collect liquid to fuel my ship and so i upgraded my thing so that i can collect liquid and once i can fuel my ship i can go to any star system in the galaxy as long as i have enough fuel fun yeah, it's a it's a pretty neat game. I'm trying to think if I played any other games. I would suggest people to get that if they're interested in just doing whatever the hell they want to fucking do. Um, I played this game on Steam called Aftermath. It's Romero's Aftermath. Don't play it. <laughs> Don't play it. It's it's another it's a sandbox zombie survival. But in order to be able to mine, you need a certain item. But you can't, like, most sandboxes, you can go up and punch a tree and you'll eventually get the wood to make an axe or something. You can't punch a tree to get the wood to make an axe. You need an item. You need to either find or craft an item. In order to craft the item, you need to find the blueprints. And if you die, you lose everything, obviously. And it's like, 
it just it was I was like this is terrible. It takes so long to kill a zombie, and you don't have a health bar. So I died not knowing I was going to die. I would not suggest that on anybody. Yeah, that uh, doesn't sound fun. No, I mean it, like the concept is great, survival in a zombie world, and and you get to build your house and whatnot and this and that. But then there's another one I saw. I didn't buy it yet, but it's called Seven Days to Die, and it's a zombie survival sandbox game that I might think about getting because it's getting mostly positive reviews on Steam. So seems interesting and that was your mistake what getting something that seemed interesting well i mean aftermath it had like mostly or it had negative reviews or like it was in the midpoint it was 50 50 so and it was free so that's why i got it okay yeah if, if if it wasn't free and it had negative reviews i wouldn't have gotten it no but because it was free i'm like i'll, I'll try it out that's how i do it you know it, it's a good um I guess level of how good the game is when even you said no, don't 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 do it because <laughs> you just like everything. I, I do. I, I mean, look, if if it's fun, I'll I'll tell you to play it. I'll tell you to try it out if it's fun. If I find it fun and I find a lot of things fun, try it out. But this just wasn't fun. It was boring. There was there was no there was less explanation in this than there is in fucking Monster Hunter. And so I'm just like I'm not playing it i'm not doing it can't do it yeah i feel like more and more games are trying that and it's just it doesn't work yeah like the, but, the games that do it even then like they're just it's games like monster hunter where you have that really devoted fan base that keeps going back but you don't get a lot of new people into it yeah it's like you know, these sandbox games are for a niche group of players and it all came from uh minecraft and it's just like they're like there's so many good ideas with them but they're just so poorly executed all over the place that it's just it's it's it sucks sometimes. So just to go back to TV for a second, I was just reading something and apparently um, Kevin Smith um, said like on one of his podcasts said that uh, they cut something from one of those shows and um, maybe the movies and TV are just part of it multiverse. Yeah, that's that's what they they said that in one of the shows. That it was like, this is a different universe. Like, that's why there's different characters. That's why Barry Allen in the movies is a different Barry Allen than Barry Allen in the in the show. It's a multiverse. But it was one of those, like, that was talked about apparently on that show, and they just, they cut it out? Yeah, like, it was just, it was a, a side mention. Then I'm sure, like, they talked about it more in depth before they cut it out, yeah. But yeah, go ahead about your... your your games no i think that's about it that's that's mostly what i did i think trying to remember i'm terrible at remembering stuff i shoveled snow a lot of it yeah you talked about that already nobody cares damn it i'm i'm like beat man it sucks and i think did i watch anything else oh me and eric watched mad max on friday oh good job it was a really good movie it was it was it was pretty pretty sweet we watched the making of too that's on the uh blu-ray and um you know that end scene where the the tanker crashes yeah that was all real. Most of that movie was real. The dudes on giant poles swinging back and yeah. forth were actually dudes on giant poles yeah. swinging back and forth doing 80 in the desert. Yeah, and yeah, but like that I mean it looked kind of fake from the begin from the like movie cuz like how they had to do the the uh the uh what's it called the guitar swinging forward and it's just it it didn't look too real to me. But when that tanker crashed, like they showed that they crashed the full tanker and it wasn't like a miniature or anything it was pretty pretty insane uh but yeah that's 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 about it i think i think that's all i did oh i forgot this two weeks ago i listened to the podcast the message 
I feel like you did talk about this. I remembered that I did it and told you guys to remind me to talk about it. Oh. And you guys never reminded me last week. But it's it's a pretty solid podcast. I mean, it's only eight episodes long, and it's probably about two hours tops to listen to it all. And it's like in the vein of like the War of the Worlds um, audio broadcast that they did back in the day with uh, what's his name? I don't even remember the guy's name anymore. Uh, Orson Welles. That's it. I was gonna say H.G. Wells, but I knew that was wrong. But it was almost close. You got the but, Wells part right. Yeah, exactly. Um. It's it's an awesome podcast. It's about uh, they find a alien message, um, or the Earthlings have had an alien message that's been it's uh, soon to be declassified, and they're trying to decrypt it and find out what it's actually saying, and um, and then just like things happen and people start like getting a disease from listening to this thing, and it's after they set it out to the world they can listen to it. They then had to like start pulling it and things like that. And it's it's at that point, like after like the second or third episode that they find out people are getting sick from listening to this, they then are working on trying to figure out a cure to that message. And it's it's really it's like a pretty intense one. And it's easy to listen to. Like I said, it's only eight episodes, an hour and a half long. So if you have a long drive or if you're just cleaning one day, you just put it on and listen to it. I recommend it. It's a shame. At this point, I have just so many different podcasts I listen to that. I, I just can't even add anymore. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but, like, this is one that ends. But then I get so backed <laughs> up on other stuff, and most of the stuff I listen to is, um, uh, I can't even think of the word for it. Like, current events, basically. Yeah. Like, once you get, like, two weeks out of it, you're just kind of like, <laughs> well, this is this is pointless. Yeah, yeah, I just did an overhaul on my podcast because there were ones that I wasn't listening to and didn't feel like trying to backlog through to get caught up on things. Yeah, I have a few that, like, I subscribe to. But I just don't download the episodes. They're basically filler if I ever do catch up on stuff. But that never happens. So yeah, <laughs> too many fucking podcasts. Especially because I, I only I only really listen to them while I'm driving to and from work. So it's only a handful of days a week. I mean, I do. I just my constants are mostly um, Nerdist. Uh, you made it weird with Pete Holmes, uh, Star Talk, and um, the TED Talk. But those are all once a week. And mo- the isn't Nerdist like four times a week? No, they cut down to once a week. Oh, like, really? Week to, yeah. Well, Chris Hardwick, he he has like seventeen jobs. Yeah. So he was he's getting. Had, he's had seventeen jobs for the last six years, and he still kept doing. They started out once a week, and then they went twice a week, and they've been three times a week for yeah. this time. So yeah, at the beginning, at the end of last year, they uh, the last week of last year, they only released the one episode. And then from since then, they just started just doing one episode a week until like pr- until his like schedule kind of clears up or until he's just he has more time or it, like if this is going to work out fine for them. That's what they're saying. They're just going to keep doing once a week because it's just he, he has too much to do. I mean, I was getting overwhelmed from time to time trying to listen to to uh, Nerdist because like a lot of the interviews are very great interviews. See, I only listen to Nerdist if there's somebody on that I'm interested in. And lately, there haven't been that many. Yeah, just I, get you. I have so many other things, and a lot of the stuff I listen to ends up being really long. Like, yeah, they range from two to like three and a half hours. Yeah, like that, I, that's that's why I really liked the messages because a lot of the episodes twenty minutes. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, see, that's not bad. So I mean, it's good for you too because I mean, because you listen while you're working. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like I could, I I end up if I'm working and I'm actually like at like a 
like in somebody's office at a desk or whatever and I'm not like super busy, I end up watching a lot of like videos and stuff because that's the only time I get to do that. Yeah. I, yeah, I'll I'll tend to listen while I'm at work when I'm not having to make phone calls. Like on Friday, I made sure I didn't have to do phone calls all day. And I just did like paperwork and returning things. And I, it was podcast day all day. I listened to the You Made It Weird. Both episodes that they released, the You Made It Weird, because it was his 300th and 301st episode. And uh, so they like had a special like best of, which was I was dying during it. It was so funny. And then nerdist and uh i think i listen to ted talks as well and star talk usually doesn't release until later on friday so i'll usually listen to that monday or tuesday yeah i i'm, I'm about to add another show but who knows if i actually get time to listen to because the uh, game spot is going to start releasing the lobby as a podcast oh fun yeah <laughs> and giant bomb is about to start doing the Bombcast as a video as well well that's if they ever get their studios fixed up well I mean, when they get their studio fixed up. I'm going with if. <laughs> if. Because um, it's just two people doing it. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I know uh, GameSpot, the lobby, they keep just filming in their podcast studio because they don't have their video studio done yet. Um, so that's fun. But yeah, at some point, they're going to start releasing that as a as a podcast, too. So that's another like hour and a half, two-hour podcast once a week. Nice. But you can't add just a two-hour, one-time run? No, because <laughs> I've been well. I've been watch. I've just been watching the lobby like as the video while I'm at clients. Yeah, but now I'll probably just download the audio and watch other videos. Okay, fine. Uh, but yeah, that's about all I did this week. If I can, if I'm correct, which I might be, I should be. Well, what about you then, Drew? What did you do? I've played a lot of Diablo. Which one? Three. Why not? Why not one? Why not Diablo one? Uh, I kind of really want to play Diablo 1, to be honest. Good luck getting it to run. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it'll probably be a nightmare getting it to run. Just find your PlayStation 1 and find a copy of Diablo 1 on your PS1. I could just play it on the PS3. That's true, but finding a copy of that on PS1 is probably... They have Diablo 1 on the PS3? PS3 All PS3s play PS1 games. Oh, really? just don't play PS2. That's weird. It's It's incredibly easier to emulate. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they gave PS3 the capability to play PS1 games. It always could play PS1 games. Always. Well, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, because well, back the, the original releases of the PS3 had the act had the actual chipset that the PS2 had in it on top of what it needed for the PS3. Um, okay. Which is why they were so expensive at the time, and they were fully backwards compatible because they weren't emulating anything. They were just straight up playing the games. Um. And then once they started releasing the other models and they bumped it down to they were just emulating the PS2 games, um, it got cheaper. And then when they just pulled it out altogether, I think it got a little bit cheaper still. Um, yeah. But PS1 stuff was always playable because they're really not – like they didn't require anything extra at that point. Like they hadn't made like a specialty process or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. But so I have been thinking about playing Diablo 1 because that game's really good. All of them are. All the Diablo. But yeah. Yeah, they are. They are. They're really good. Uh, Diablo 1's not great. (laughs) Diablo 1's the weirdest of those. It's the most RPG of any of them. I mean, for the time, it was good, but... I'm not saying it 100% holds up, but it's still a good game. It's definitely harder to play than the newer one. 
Yeah, I, I do remember. Like Diablo one, you need and you didn't learn your spells. You had to find them and learn the well, scrolls and shit like that. Yeah, there was no skill tree. Yeah. In Diablo one, and so every character could learn every spell if you had high enough intelligence, but you would then be sacrificing points and strength to equip better armor or weapon. But it depended on what character you were playing. There was a, a lot more. Uh, flexibility in the characters i guess in diablo one yeah it was but uh so i've been playing a lot of diablo 3 because there was the new patch with new zone and a new season so i started a season character and then i played a bunch of hearthstone and i beat fallout 4 today you, literally like an hour ago word you beat fallout 4 ago. yeah nice since eric's not here i'll say boy fuck the ending of that game <laughs> Uh, he hasn't, uh, he's about to go into the Institute or something like that. Yeah, remember. then he's about to see the ending of the game. And So who did you end up siding with? Because I remember that was like your thing a couple so, weeks ago. So, fucking, I just, the mission I was on, I just decided to side with the Brotherhood because I didn't want to be become enemies with the Brotherhood. But then you just go straight to the ending, like, that was the next to last story mission of the game. Kind of had I known that, I might have sided with the Institute, but I don't know. Probably not. So I sided with the Brotherhood, did that mission. Then you can, like, you have a, a quest to go talk to the person who runs the railroad and to go talk to the person who runs the Minutemen. So I went and talked to the person who runs the railroad, was like, hey, sorry, I fucked up the thing I was supposed to be doing. Is there any other way we can do it? And she was like, I don't know, but go talk to the Minutemen. They have an army. Maybe they can help us. Go talk to the Minutemen, and then they help you get back into the when you've now been banished from it and fucking blow up the... They help you blow up the Institute, but yep. they're supposed to be the Minutemen. They're supposed to save the Commonwealth. Yeah, and the Institute were a fucking nightmare for the Commonwealth because they were kidnapping people and turning them into synthetic people and then sending the synths out to kill regular people so fuck the well i mean you need synchronicity dude mankind merging with electronics technology when you get to that point in fallout 4 side with the institute i mean that's that's how the perfect ending of mass effect was come on man come on but yeah so i beat fallout well, nice. could probably never play it again now. I I, I kind of almost played it the other day. I wanted to, but then I just kept playing Starbound, and then I went to sleep. I, I watched a movie, Ridiculous 8, or Ridiculous 6, but I fell asleep halfway through it. That sounds about right. <laughs> I had a lot to drink, okay? It was last night, a lot to drink. It was also apparently not a very good movie, from everything I've heard. Uh, from what I remember, I laughed a lot. Hey, I totally spaced out. What movie are you talking about? <laughs> ridiculous six there you go i know i heard it and for some reason I, I started staring at, at the wall and totally just no was, was, proper was there reaction a, was there a bird out your window or something no like, I, I can't even see out the window right now my monitor's in the way yeah i mean i was i was just looking for something to watch and i didn't want to cry so i didn't watch galaxy quest um because seeing alan rickman i probably would have cried bitch come on it's alan rickman okay yeah I'd like nothing against alan rickman but it's a funny movie. You should have laughed. It, yeah. it is a funny movie. I love that movie. But we'll talk about I, movies that'll make you cry when it's my turn. Man. Man, did I watch them. So what else, Drew? Is that it? Started watching Making a Murderer. That's How about it. How is that? Um, interesting. 
All right. I, I keep hearing a lot of people talk about it, so I figured if you said it was it was interesting or worse, it's probably worth checking out. Just on like mm-hmm. the if you kind of like average it out from all the people talking, all the hype about it. I mean, it depends what your I mean, it's your opinion it's, on real world crime drama things are. You mean murder porn? <laughs> yes. No. I mean, what are we talking about? Is uh, fucking hostile murder porn? No, that's torture. Was that torture porn. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a really one-sided look at this dude's case, though. So that's kind of my only complaint about it so far. Yeah, I do want to watch that. That and Jinx. I keep hearing good things about that too. Yeah, I just heard about. I kind of just heard about that yesterday. But yeah, I would recommend just watching the f- first couple episodes and see if you like the style of it. Because it's what, like ten episodes? Yeah. So it's like ten hours. Yeah. And like, because like, I really liked the first season of the Serial podcast. The second season, okay, yeah, as into the story doesn't interest me as much. But Making a Murderer is similar to that. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. That's all I've done. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad so you watched some gla- movies. Well, first, I'm glad you beat Fallout, and you never have to talk about it again. Yes. Until Eric wants to talk about it. Nope, fuck, fuck that. Eric's off the show if he talks about Fallout. <laughs> just gonna turn his mic off um well yeah i played games and watched some movies um i'll do games first because I, I can just run through them real quick um i'm still playing undertale but uh nothing's really happened I've, I've been playing it very sporadically and slowly so i've only played like three three and a half hours no it's, so you're like halfway done yeah it's cool though <laughs> like it, it, it it's definitely interesting and quirky and i don't want to call it fun because i'm not i'm honestly not sure if i'm having fun <laughs> like it's one of those weird things where like at times i'm like oh this is really cool and then other times i'm just like this is kind of boring what the fuck am i doing <laughs> but at this point i just kind of i i, I want to see it through because i know it's not that long um but i hear it's one of those games where you at a certain point it does kind of click with you and i think i'm getting there because stuff starting like things are starting to make more sense Fun. and uh, there's actually seems to be a little bit more of a story coming out now that uh, i'm not just running from a skeleton i did go on the date with a skeleton that was you went on a date with a skeleton. With a skeleton who who speaks in nothing but capital letters and can only make spaghetti. So he's yelling <laughs> at you while making spaghetti. Yes. Okay. But he invites you to his bedroom, and then you have to outdate him. Uh, do, do, do you bone him? No, no, no. Oh. That, that's oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, you have to actually outdate him by just you, you just have to respond to him correctly, basically. <laughs> And uh, once you outdate him, he finally just goes, look, I don't really like you like that. Can we just be friends? <laughs> so you don't get boned by the skeleton. I mean, technically, I guess you do, because when you fight him, all of his attacks are bone-related. But No, no, that's, that's not... I think this game is rated E for everybody. Right? But, I mean, they could have just faded out, and then come back with both characters laying in bed, one of them smoking a cigarette. Have you ever seen... Do you know what this game looks like? It's like top down, uh, like um, uh, Mother style, Mother Three, like the Earthbound stuff. Yeah, like it's it's not a very graphically intense game. I don't know I if don't... you could tell a skeleton was smoking a cigarette. Well, I mean, <laughs> they could have tried. I mean, they didn't have to add the smoking a cigarette part, but I'm just there's a saying. lot. Of, there's a lot of dogs in this game too. If they could do dogs, did you pet the dogs? Um, pet I, the dogs. I, I haven't gotten that that one fight where that's apparently how you you finish it. Lesser dog. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that one yet. I have I have battled other dogs that wanted to play and stuff, and you basically beat them. You, like I, I had a, I had a pair of dogs that I had to roll around in the dirt like a dog 
for them to not want to fight anymore because they thought I was a dog. Um, and another one in a giant – I think I talked about this last week. Another one was in a big suit of armor, and I had to I had to play with him. So yeah. He was so excited that you couldn't do anything calm with him. You had to just keep pretending to play with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You uh, talked about that last week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's Undertale. I'll, I'll actually talk about it for real once I finish it um, someday. Um, otherwise, I played um, – I, I finished Gone Home and Until Dawn. Uh, I did Gone Home during the week at some point. I just kind of turned it on, and it's like two hours, so it was pretty quick. Have either of you ever played that? No. What was it? Gone Home. Uh, no. Um, it's it's weird. It pe- People call it a walking simulator for a reason. <laughs> um you're just it's 1995 you're like a 21 year old girl who had just spent the year abroad in europe and you just came home to um your family's home but they moved so like you haven't been here yet and like not everything's unpacked like, you know stuff still in boxes and stuff giant fucking house though there's like trap doors and weird shit going like throughout it um but the ho- no one's home your parents are both out and uh your sister's gone but you keep finding like notes and stuff um from your sister like saying how you know your parents were going to make up the spare bedroom for you but um you came home like you didn't give give them a lot of notice coming home so you can use my room i won't need it anymore like it's all very cryptic and like the whole purpose of the game is finding all these clues and finding your way up into the attic because you have to actually find the key to be able to get up there um and like the whole time you're playing it 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 feels like your sister might have killed herself because that's just the tone it's giving. So it's very like I don't want to say unnerving, but like it is at the same time. Like you just kind of have this sense of dread the whole time you're playing it, and that's just it. It, it was just really well done. Well, did did she kill herself? Uh, do you want me to spoil it? I'm probably <laughs> yeah. I'm probably never going to play it. So no, she didn't. Um, so you you find out as you're like reading all because like you do you find lots of like notes and all sorts of stuff all over the house. Um. And it's not just notes your sister left. Like it's like you find like her notebook, find answer um, messages on messages on answering machines, stuff like that. And it's not just about your sister. You find stuff from like your family too. Like you find out that your parents are apparently having trouble and have been going to counseling, um, like weird stuff like that. Your dad's apparently a failed author. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess you somebody somebody in your family was a psycho and killed a bunch of people in this house that your family now lives in. That's so, weird. Yeah. So I guess like your sister and this girl she befriends tried to like ghost hunt in your house. Like some of it's really weird and, and like kooky and it, it feels like something because your sister is like 16 or 17, I'm, I think. So like, it feels like something like a 17 year old would do. Um, and again, like I said, this is like the mid 90s. So there's there's no cell phones or anything like you can't just like call people up and be like, hey, where are you guys? Like no one's home. Yeah. Um. But as like you get through everything, you find out that uh, your sister's actually gay, and she's fallen for this girl that she befriended at school. And the girl is actually they I guess they they both graduated that June, and this is August maybe I forget what month the game's actually taking place in. Um, but the 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 sister's friend has to go away to join the army because she was already enlisted, and so you just kind of get this feeling like this. Like, as it goes on and on, it just feels like the sister may have killed herself. Okay. Um, but then when you finally get up to the attic and you f- – and, like, it, it's super creepy because, like, like, the last thing you read is, like, you know, we said our goodbyes. It was really hard. I don't know what to do. Like, all that sort of stuff. And you go up to the attic and, like, 
as you're making like it's just a very long walk around this attic into like this little alcove on the side and then you open a book and you find out that the sister just ran away with the other girl like the girl like got off the bus to the army and they just ran away together oh, okay so it's it was it was kind of a happy ending but it totally led you to the point of like oh man you're gonna get up to the attic and this girl's gonna be dead that you just spent two hours learning all this stuff about because you actually almost feel like you're not that you're playing as the sister, but you just learn so much about her throughout the the course of the game. Yeah, like it it was definitely unexpected. I didn't know what I was like. I didn't really know what I was playing when I started it. Um, but I had gotten it like a while ago on Steam, and then um, the guy, one of the people that made it, has been popping up on different uh, websites talking about it because it just got ported to console. Okay. So I decided to actually sit down and play it, and it, it was really cool. And it's one of those things where I, I didn't even get – I didn't find everything. So like if I went back in Man. and looking, like there's a lot more story involving – like well, not story. There's a lot of other things I think I could find involving like the parents and what's going on there. Because it almost seems like maybe the mother was having an affair. Oh. Maybe. Because like I said, like she's some sort of forestry person, like a ranger. And the dad the dad writes um, tech reviews for like consumer electronics. Um, <laughs> Because one of the things you find is a letter from like his publisher or editor telling him like here's the uh, that new laserdisc player that uh, we need a review for. Um, it also plays CDs, so make sure to throw some music CDs in there too. <laughs> laserdisc. Yeah, and like there's a lot of references to like Super Nintendo and Street Fighter and stuff in it. So to answer my question, no, she didn't kill herself. No. Okay. Not yet, anyway. <sighs> Who knows if there's ever a sequel to it. It Maybe could be, it could be that the sister and and the girlfriend both uh, ran away, committed suicide, so that they could always be together. Yeah, but I know I heard the the guy that made it, um, Steve Gaynor. He well, one of the, he's one of the people that made it. Um, he said on some site that 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 he kept hearing that from people that like they thought that it was going to end up being that like the sister killed herself, and he's like that that was never my intention. I never meant for people to think that. So, like, it was just, like, the way the story went, he's like, no, literally, like, when I'm bummed out and sad, I just want to be alone and sleep. So he's like, I was just writing it like it was me. Like, I didn't really think from that other perspective of, oh, people playing this might read that as, like, the girl wanting to kill herself. Because she does say a lot about, like, just going to sleep. And so, uh, yeah. Um, the other thing was Until Dawn. Uh, I started it yesterday at 11.45, and I finished at, like, 6.30. So I... I normally don't play stuff that long in one sitting, but it was almost like a movie. And fuck, yeah. Agent Ward is in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, so everyone, all the characters in it are like the facial recognition stuff done to them, voice acted by them, like all that fun mocap stuff. So it's um, it's Hayden Panettiere, um, Claire from Heroes, um, Brett Dalton, who's Agent Ward, um, Remy Malik, who he was the the mummy um, pharaoh from the... Um, uh, Museum movie. He's also the lead character in that new show, Mr. Robot. And then there's a handful of other people that I looked up, but didn't seem like they were really in anything major. And um, Peter Stormare is a psychologist that you you see between chapters. And Peter Stormare is um, he was the Russian cosmonaut from Armageddon, among many other things. Okay. Um, he was probably the best character in the whole game, though. Like he was just like I don't know. There's something about him. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're in the woods at like this giant mansion that your one friend owns the year after his two sisters went missing there during a party. So you're there and it just for, for most of the game, it feels like a lot. It, did you guys both see um, cabin in the woods? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, 
it feel well for, rich you'll get this then it feels kind of like cabin in the woods there's just a lot of different horror tropes going on at once yeah yeah but it works because it it's also very much like the like the heavy rain or beyond games where all your characters can live all your characters can die or like any combination in the middle uh-huh and as you hit certain points in the game you switch to different character okay. so you're there's um let me count real quick there's like eight characters i want to say that you play through eight or nine i might have miscounted somewhere but uh so you, you do you jump between all of them because they all kind of go off to do different things like real early on in the game like two people go off to like this guest cabin um two other people have to go back down to the uh the tram car thing that brings you up the mountain because they they forgot a bag down there so Man, it's just why you gotta forget bags you people yeah, exactly and the girl the girl whose bag got left was a super bitch too Oh, um, she better have died. Uh, well, that's the, literally every either like any combination of characters can die or cannot die. So you I could made it potentially save everyone, or everyone could die, or some characters die, well, some don't. Like so, I made it to the end of the game with only one character dying. Nice. Was um, it the bitch? No, it was this <laughs> one kid who like he was, he was kind of innocent. Like I hadn't he hadn't really been used a whole lot yet. Um. I didn't even know he was going to die there. Like I thought I was making the right decisions and all, and he fucking dies pretty brutally. Um, I think it showed his time of death is because at the end of the game it actually runs through all the character deaths and how far into the game it was when they died, like timestamp wise. So his was like two hours and forty five minutes in is when he got killed. Um, but I thought a few other characters died throughout the way, but it turns out they didn't. Um, but yeah, so I get to the I'm literally the last half hour of the game. I lost four people. Ouch. <laughs> Um, one girl, I like, I was going to find one of the people and I thought they were in this, um, hole in the ground. So I opened like a trap door. So I opened the trap door and one of the fucking things killing us jumped out and just literally rips her head off <laughs> in the span of like two seconds. I'm fine. I'm walking down, down this fucking cave. There's a door. It's, it's, it's a mine. I open the door and this thing just jumps out and rips my fucking head off. Um, nobody even know, knew she died. Like, cause she was all the fuck alone. Um, and then at the very last minute, um, you have two choices. It's help somebody or go turn a light switch on to make the house explode, um, to kill all these things that are trying to kill you. So my thinking is, all right, I'll go turn the light switch on. Everybody will, will run, run behind me. Nope. Nope. Everyone just stay where the fuck they were. I turned the light switch on and ran out the door and everybody in the house blew up. <laughs> so there were killed everybody. So three of us got out. Oh, boy. Because one kid got out of the house before that happened. Um, I was playing as um, the, the girl that played Claire in Heroes. So she got out because that, that I, she was the one that I was controlling at that time. And then there was one other character that had been separated from them, like the whole game, that was still alive. I can't believe you're that terrible. I, you I thought, say, you're a horrible hero. But see, now I, I, I do wonder if I would have done the other option if everyone would have died still. I don't know. Like, that's one of those things, because the, the, you get different choices, I think, depending on, like, how you get there, maybe. And who's al- who's alive at that exact scene. Yeah, exactly, because, like, the, there was the one girl that was there, the bitchy one that forgot her bag. Um, she didn't do anything, that whole ending part. She was just standing there. It was the other two characters were actually doing stuff. So, like, I just wonder how it could have played out differently, depending on, like, the choices I made. Because in the menu, there's this... um. 
there's all the butterfly effects or what they call them in the game of like the different choices you make. So you can go in there and it'll actually tell you like, oh, you chose to not do this or you chose to do this. Um, it doesn't always tell you what the um, the other choice was, but you played it so you can usually remember. Um, and it a lot of them actually tell you what the outcome. Like so, real early on, you have it. It does. It plays just like a horror movie. It starts out very innocent, and you're just kind of having fun with your friends, and then just everything fucking goes to shit. Um, and there's big twists and stuff in the middle that you weren't that you're not expecting. Um, like I, I highly fuck like both of you. It's it's totally worth getting because it keeps going on sale for like thirty bucks. And I don't. I'm not often one to go back and replay games, but I have every intention of going back and playing this again at some point to see if I can get through it without people dying. Yeah, I, I was I was like that with um, Beyond Two Souls. I wanted to play through it again and again to get all the different endings. But then I realized that I only had to play like the last like three, the last like hour of the game because it set it up all in chapters. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I could go in and play the last chapter again um, and just make the other choice. But I kind of want to go through and make a bunch of different choices to see how things play out from there. Yeah, because I guess like it, it's neat. Because whenever you go into the menu, depending on what character you're playing as, you get this like stat thing that shows like how loyal they are, how smart they are, how how um, funny they are, how honest they are. Um, and I don't really know what that has to do with anything, but it also shows um, relationships with people, and you can make them go up or down. So like I had two characters that just I had made the wrong decisions for them, so they were butting heads a lot. So they um, both of their relationship things were just all the way down. Okay. Um, so I'm curious, like, if there's anything that would happen if those were actually higher. Plus, there's um four different mysteries going on, or three different mysteries. Um, so nobody knows what happens to happens to the one kid's two sisters. He has twin sisters that go missing the the year before. That's the opening of the game. That's the first like 20 minutes of the game. So you, the player, knows what ha- what happens to them, but the characters don't. And right. There's just kind of weird shit going on involving them. Um, so there's all these clues you keep finding regarding them, like like um, missing posters. And at one point, you even find the one sister's glasses. Um, and then there's uh, this mountain you're on was also a mine, like like, like miners, like for coal or whatever. Um, whoever's flipping through something, that's really loud. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there, like, there's this whole mining thing that happened in the 50s. That's like another like ongoing story throughout it. Um, and then you find these totems. And when you find them, you pick them up, you look at them, and I think there's four or five different ones. Some of them show you a possible death, um, possible danger, like all sorts of – it's just possibilities on the way things could go in the game depending on your choices. But every time you find one, it unlocks another piece to this other story that once you unlock all of them, you can play the story and actually it'll make sense. Kind of like um, Rich, you'll remember this from like the Assassin's Creed games, the um, the pieces of um, Eden or whatever they were called. Like yeah, the um... no, not pieces of Eden. The the the, the glitches, glitches and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're, like in the first one, it was the um, the two people running, two prehistoric people running through like the jungle or whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. Like in every game, kind of had another one of those. It was kind of like that. Like every time you you found a new totem, it would unlock another segment of that story. But there, because there were like five different types of totems, each totem would only unlock a piece in its section. So you had to find all of them for the story to make any sense. Yeah. I found a good chunk of them, but early on in the game, I, I was still kind of getting used to it. So I wasn't as exploring as much as I think I could have. So I think I just missed some. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was, it was really cool. 
I, I highly recommend playing it multiple times. No, you, I'm never going to play it. Ever. Did you watch the uh, Giant Bomb playthrough of it? I did not. There's a lot of playthroughs of it, though, that I want to check out. I know Mary Kish has a full playthrough of it. Yeah, and Dave Lang has one from Extra Life. And I know, uh, mm-hmm. I think um, the the East Coast guys did it. Well, for yeah, yeah. That's who did it on Giant Bomb was GB East. Yeah, I think it was like a play date or something like that. Yeah, I forget if it's one or two or it might even be three parts that they do it in, but it, it's about it's about six hours, give or take, unless like you literally go looking for everything. But yeah, a lot of the, a lot of them. I, I know the the one from Marriott Gamespot and Dave Lang are both um, just straight playthroughs because they just sat down in one sitting and went all the way through. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it, uh, if you've watched a bunch of them, you probably don't have to play it yourself. But if you haven't, it's definitely worth picking up when it's on sale again. Because I doubt either of you want to spend sixty bucks on it. No. Even if it is sixty bucks anymore, I don't even know. I feel like that's more a thing. Like if I was having a get together, that I would red box and just have a bunch of people shouting out decisions to make real quick and see what happens. You know, you. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could definitely do that. I mean, even just for you and Sarah to sit down and like, yeah. like you could play it while she sit, like talks because there it does do that like quick action. Have to, occasionally you have weapons and stuff you have to aim. Um, kind of like the the Telltale games a little bit, but because uh, mm. that's what that's basically what I did. Like Erica watched me play the whole game and like she'd make com comments on what she thought I should do and stuff like that. But yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah, so that's that's the only games I played. Um, otherwise, I watched movies. Um, I watched the last two Mission Impossibles, which were actually really good. I, I wanted to see the last two. I, I haven't had a chance to, but I have wanted to see those. Um, I want to say – I forget how I watched them. I think Ghost Protocol is on TV, is on demand. Yeah, I did see that last night. So you can watch Ghost Protocol on, on demand for free. Um, I forget what the newest one's called now. Rogue Nation? Rogue, Rogue Nation or something like that. I feel like that might be wrong. But yeah, the, the one that just came out this summer, I think I just grabbed from Redbox. They were both actually really cool, though. I'm glad I watched them because I haven't watched a, I, I think I saw three. Yeah, yeah, I definitely saw three, but that was 2006. Yeah, three was the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman, and he had to save his wife or something. And Yeah, and J.J. Abrams directed it. I think it was like his first movie directorial thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those were really cool. I'm glad I watched them. Um, then I went to see on Monday because I was off from work. I've I, I have not had a chance to see Creed yet. It I is really want to. Such a good movie. I know. Like it is sad and exciting and just fucking everything about that movie fantastic. Yeah. They do, they do one of those um long cuts for um one of the boxing scenes where um it's it's not even like the big fight. It's it's one of the fights that that Adonis has to has to do like middle in the movie. Um I think they there's maybe only one cut near the end of it. Otherwise it's the whole thing is just one long sequence of them boxing. That's awesome. Um yeah, it was, it was really really good. And they like they, they don't overdo it with like callbacks to old stuff like they show like a YouTube video of Rocky and Apollo at the beginning, um, and then um, like Adonis like asks Rocky about a couple things, but like that's about it. Otherwise, it's it it stands on its own. Okay. And I, I completely see why they keep giving um, what like while Sylvester Stallone got like the uh, best supporting actor, Golden Globe, and everything like that, um, and why he's nominated for the Oscar. I it baffles me that this movie isn't nominated for best picture. And that Michael B. Jordan isn't nominated for anything. Yeah, it, I don't. The Oscars aren't making any sense lately. 
But no, not just the Oscars, like the Golden Globes too. I don't think he was nominated to either of them. And well, well, the Golden Globes are retarded. So that's yeah. just the simple right there. The Golden Globes just don't make sense at all. But I mean, neither do the Oscars, real. I mean, if you look to, like, I don't, and I, I actually put up a, a big article about Creed um, on Friday. But if you if you look at at like a lot of like the movies that like especially that we watch, like Star Wars or like the Marvel stuff. You don't really ever expect to see them like up for best picture or best actor or anything like that. You know, they get a lot of the, the behind the scenes stuff. They get best visual effects, best sound editing, best this, best that. It's like Um, star Wars, highest grossing movie of all time. No nominations. No, no, it's got like 15, but it's all editing, sound graphics, which, you know, it's a lot of people work really hard on that. They totally deserve that. But like, you don't, you don't see them ever get nominated for like, best picture yeah yeah that's what that's what i meant um but there is no reason that creed shouldn't be up there like it's it's not i mean a lot of people i feel forget the first rocky isn't the same as any of the sequels yeah the first rocky was much more of a drama yeah Um, it was because like the second one was still there but then by the third one they definitely be they definitely kind of hit full 80 stride because that was the 80s um the first two i think were still in the 70s um and like it was just you know lots of montages lots of power ballads and you know they they, they were action movies without being action movies yeah um, this one is back to that it, it's a character drama like it it's got the boxing as a reason for these characters to be interacting but the movie's not about the boxing like the boxing is very limited. There's there's two three fights. The one fight at the very beginning is like two seconds. There's one near the middle of the movie that's maybe five minutes, and then the big fight at the end. And even that, there's so much other stuff going on around that fight that it's not even the the main focal. Okay. And and then I think they they didn't rely completely on like the old music. Like I kind of expected them to play like the Rocky theme constantly. I mean they're. A lot of these remakes are doing real well with like um, um, sampling it at one part and then just letting it go. Like, and that's kind of what what Creed does. There's a few scenes where y- you get like those first few notes of like some of like the the old songs from the movies. Yeah, but it just ends there. Like, like they just stop and the scene continues on without it. Yeah, like in um, what was it in the new RoboCop remake? The, they sampled the once. That's the right at the beginning of the movie, and then that's it. I thought that was actually someplace else in the movie too. I can't quite remember. I mean, it's been at so least like, there it's been are, a few months since I watched it, but because there are definitely points where that stuff should get used, um, like like in RoboCop, like like at least once, like that should get used in a, in any movie tied to Rocky. You need the Rocky theme at least once. Um, yeah. It's just one of those things like you don't want to overdo it, but you want to have it at least in there once because it is so iconic. I mean, Creed does that. The, the Rocky theme is in the movie one time and it has wh- where they put it has the most impact it could possibly have. And it's not even the full theme. It's just the beginning of it. It's the first like 10 seconds of it. And that's it. And it yeah. really is it because of the w- where and when and how they did it. It has the most possible impact a song could have on a movie. Yeah. They, I, I don't know how much longer it's going to be in the theaters, but if you get a chance, definitely go see it or just grab it when it comes out. I, I might just have to start watching a lot of these movies for free online or or, or obtaining them by other sources online. Just go to Redbox. <laughs> well, I mean, Redbox still costs money. It, it's a dollar. <laughs> a dollar a day. And I'm forgetful. You know that. 
that, that just means you suck. <laughs> I do. I do. I, for, I, I have the same DVDs from Netflix that I've had since I had Netflix. That's because I just I, ha- I keep forgetting to send it back. I don't know where it is at this point, I think. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, the only other thing I watched was uh, other than TV we ever talked about was uh, I watched Furious 7. Furious 7? Yeah. What's that? The last Fast and the Furious movie that came out. Oh, okay. Um, that, those are fun movies. They are. Um, like they're not good. They're just fun though. Yeah, like th- there's no reason not to watch them because they're just so over the top and ridiculous. Like the yeah. rock, the rock falls three stories after getting blown out of a window by a grenade, <laughs> and he breaks like his leg and his collarbone, and that's it. And then two hours later, he flexes and fucking rips the cast off his arm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then he drives an ambulance off a bridge to take out a fucking army drone. And then once they're both on the ground, he rips the Gatling gun off of the drone and proceeds to take out a fucking Apache helicopter with it. <laughs> exactly. Mean, meanwhile, like, Diesel and Jason Statham are beating each other with giant wrenches on a roof. Like, <laughs> there's, there's Nothing gets better than that. Like, That's why I love those movies so much. It's just so ridiculous. Yeah. After after the third one. So starting from uh, Fast 4, well, it, it Fast was, and Furious. Yeah. Their naming, their naming convention for that series is just weird. Yeah, once well, it stopped uh, being about cars and started just being these elaborate, crazy heist movies, yeah, um, they just went. I mean, the Fast Six. I the, the best scene in that whole movie is when the, there's a tank driving down a highway in Spain. I think it is, and fucking uh, Michelle Rodriguez gets thrown off of it, and Vin Diesel jumps out of a moving vehicle doing like 100 miles an hour across a bridge, catches her, and then lands on a car going 100 miles an hour and doesn't die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it's friggin' what was it, Fast uh, Fast 5? They had two cars connected to a bank safe. Oh, yeah, and they just they, – they, they destroyed that entire city. Yeah. That thing was taking out buildings. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I mentioned um, Sats when you were – Man. So the Don't last make us cry. the last ten minutes of this movie are like the saddest fucking thing I've seen in the in a long time. Of uh, Furious Seven. Yeah, because cool, you figure Paul Walker didn't get to film the last scenes of the movie. So yeah, it's a they, send-off. Yeah, well, so they reworked the ending apparently, and they had it was his two brothers and I think a third actor they had to kind of do it, and then they used some um some CGI and uh, I. They, they use computers to, to do his voice somehow, too. Um, yeah, yeah. But so, like, the ending scene, it's the whole team on a beach. And he's – I don't know if he's married to her or not, but he he's with Vin Diesel's sister. And yeah. they have a kid that from, yeah. like, the previous movie. And she's pregnant with their next one. Um, so, like, real quick, without ever showing his face, they have him get up and go to play with them down in, like, the water while everybody else is up on, like, the beach. Um, and Vin Diesel basically just says this is where they need to be. Um, like that, like they're not going to be part of that life anymore, and he just leaves. Yeah, and like it's just him driving in the car, and then like thirty seconds later, um, another car pulls up next to him with Paul Walker in it, and he says something like that: "What you were going to leave without saying goodbye?" And they both just like take off down the highway, and they do like the big montage of like all his scenes from the other movies, and um, it, you know, it's like it's a few minutes of that of them just driving side by side down the highway with uh Vin Diesel doing like a voiceover to the montage. Um, yeah, and it sounded a lot more like I know if it, it sounded more heartfelt than like him just reading a script. Like it sounded more like he was actually talking about like Paul Walker as himself rather than 
his character talking about Paul Walker's character. I feel like I read something like that's what that was. It was Vin Diesel talking about Paul Walker, not Vin Diesel talking about or, and not uh, Dominic talking about whatever Paul Walker's character. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and then it ends where they, they hit like a fork in the road and Paul Walker's car goes one way and the camera just follows that car as it kind of like drives off into the sunset. Then it fades to white. Yeah. And it was just it was a really good sort of like it was a good way to end that without like killing his character off or doing something yeah. really like they, they 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 just I don't even know the right way to put it. You're all choked up. It's so sweet. <laughs> Not really choked up though, but it was really sad when you're watching it. Like oh yeah, like I will, a- if I've I've haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen a lot of them, and I own a lot of them, and I need to watch them. But I know for a fact that when I see that movie and that scene, I'm going to be bawling my eyes out. Yeah, because I mean, you figure those movies have been coming out since 2001. Yeah. So, like, if you've been watching them since they came out, that's 15 years at this point. And there's only ever been one of those movies where Paul Walker wasn't in it. That was uh, Tokyo Drift. Well, I mean, there there was one without Paul Walker and one without Vin Diesel. Technically two without Vin Diesel, but yeah. Which two? Uh, Two and three. Well, he was at the end of three, at least. Yeah, that's why it's like it's technicality. He was in the last thirty seconds of three. But, but really, you just count, no one really counts three anyway. Yeah, I mean seven is the first one to take place after three. Yeah, because their timeline's fucking weird. <laughs> well, I mean it's it's one two it's one two four five six three seven three seven yeah. But in the in that span, all these characters are way older. <laughs> yeah, because they actually have a scene with um with the the kid from three. Because mm-hmm. Dom goes to Tokyo at one point, and he is not 18 anymore. He looks like he's 40. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that kid, he looked older than eight. He looked like he was like 30 in Tokyo Drift. I know, and this is 10 years later. Yeah. <laughs> did did he join the cast? No, no, he, he he's just in that one scene. Um, and it, he, he's basically he he hands Dom the bag of stuff they like the stuff they were able to get from um, Hans Crash. Okay. And, like, that was it. Like, he basically, he just asked, like, Dom says he, he's going to get the guy that did that, and he just says, you know, what are you going to do when you find him, and then it just cuts from there. Okay. Because I, I thought he was supposed to actually be part of the team, but he wasn't. It was just, it was the normal team. It was um, Tyrese, Ludacris, um, Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, and um, do you guys both watch Game of Thrones, or is it just you, Rich? I do. I haven't started it yet. Um... The 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 handmaiden or whatever the fuck she is to um Daenerys like her like she, she was the slave girl that she freed like three seasons ago that basically became like her like best friend yeah you know who I'm talking about yeah um she's in the movie she's she becomes the main character oh does she yeah she's like she's a hacker and the whole reason like the, the whole purpose of the movie is based around something like a piece of software that she created that the bad guys got a hold of okay so. Kurt Russell's in it, and he's awesome. <laughs> um, but then you have um, you have like a mercenary group that's like the bad guys, and then you have Jason Statham, who's another bad guy. So there's a lot of shit going on in the movie, but it was fun. You I'm know, glad uh, I- Gal-, Gal Gadot, who is uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman, she's in that too. She's not in that one. She is. Her picture's in it, but she's not. Yeah. She is in. She's in Fast Five, or she's in. She's in four, five, and six. She dies in six. Does she? I not? didn't see six. Oh, I haven't well, seen right. six. Yes, yeah, so man. She's kind of a bad guy in four for a while who falls for Dom. Um, okay. In five, she gets 
brought onto the team, and her and Han end up as an item by six. As an item. <laughs> um, You're so old. I couldn't think of a better way to put it, because you never really know exactly what's going on with the two of them. Um, but yeah, and then in six, things kind of fall apart for her by the end of the movie. I'll have to see six. Yeah, six was good. But yeah, so, because Han, di- Han died in three, so that's finally catching up in seven. And yeah. um, at his funeral, uh, Vin Diesel walks up and puts um, her picture on his casket. Okay. And it it totally took it took me about fifteen minutes of watching seven to remember. Oh yeah, she's not alive anymore. That's why she, he's by himself. <laughs> I, I mean, she's she's listed as like an actual actress, a part in the movie. So that's why. Because I think they used footage like she was in it at like archive footage from other movies, and okay. there's literally a picture of her. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that. Um, well, thanks for making us cry now, Cub. No, I don't want to do the rest of the podcast. We're done. We're no, done. No, there's there's other things. No. Because um, it's time for news. There's news. There is news. Oh, um, man. There's I, there's news we forgot to talk about last week. What? 10 Cloverfield Lane. Was that last week? That was last week. That from that came out uh, Saturday? Friday or Saturday, I believe. Oh, yeah. See, I don't look come Saturday. <laughs> if, if, if it hasn't happened prior to that, I'm probably not going to catch it. Um, yeah, I, I remember posting about it before we did the podcast, and then I was like, oh, we need to talk about this, and then I, I completely forgot to talk about it. I mean, it it might not be a direct sequel to Cloverfield. No one it's, really knows. It's according to J.J. Abrams, because I read an article, <laughs> it's a blood relative, meaning it's in the same universe, but it's not necessarily direct sequel. Um, so it could be years after. There could be more aliens that have attacked. Uh, they could have done like nuclear attack to um, to uh, like try and kill it, and that's why they're in the bunker. Yeah, there's there's like so much you could try and think about for this. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I liked the first one. I don't know whether this one's going to hold up. The fact that they s- fucking stealth released this basically is pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, like he was filming it while filming, or he, I guess, well, I mean, Star Wars post-production took a while, so he was filming it in between the time that they were doing the post-production of Star Wars. Yeah, I don't think, he wasn't a, he didn't direct that, did he? I thought he, I thought it said he directed it. I thought, I think he's just a uh, executive producer. Uh, who knows, I'm, I'm not I'm, too sure. I'm looking it up real quick, just to make sure. Yeah, yeah, he, he didn't, he, he produced it. Um, oh, okay. But that's about it, like, it's a bad robot production. Okay. I thought he, like, directed it and shit, too. Nope. Uh, well, I'm wrong, but still, it looks very interesting. Like, there's not really much else I could say about it. It's just, it's interesting. It's weird. Yeah, I, I, I want to see where they go with it. Did you ever see the first one, Drew? No. God, you suck. Yep. <laughs> Do you have any interest in seeing the first Fuck one? Fuck no. Man, what are you, like, not like giant monsters? Well, to uh, be fair, there's no giant monster in the movie. Yeah. I mean, it's in the background. You never see it. Lot. You see some shadows, and that's yeah, about you, it. You actually see it at the very few end. times. Such wildly mixed things about that movie. I I enjoyed it a lot. I need. I had been wanting to get the Blu-ray version of it because I only have the DVD because came out before Blu-ray. I mean, it's it's very cool for what it was. Um, I, I'm definitely interested to see the new one. But it, I mean, if you haven't seen it then you might not like if you haven't seen it by now there's probably no reason for you to because honestly you i doubt you'd like it drew it just no, didn't seem like my style of movie that's what i mean like it like there's there, there, there's no men in underwear oiled up hugging so <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, you always go for the uh, the wrestling. That's because uh, it's wrestling and sports. True. True. Um, yeah. What else was there? News this week. Um, so Terminator Genesis has the sequel, anyway. The, uh, both of them, because there were supposed to be more than one, have been pulled from the production schedule. Um, right? So there was supposed to be a, a sequel to that in 2017, and then another one in 2018. So, like, back-to-back years. Um they're just they're no longer scheduled to um, Man, maybe they should um take a hint and realize that terminator is dead well it's, <laughs> it's still like a it's an interesting like series they just haven't made a good one in a long time um james cameron though apparently gets the rights back to it in 2019 which i didn't realize he'd know I, I knew he wasn't involved in the movies anymore but i didn't realize it was a matter of he just didn't have the rights to them so there's potential that you know if In five just, or six years, we're going to get a good Terminator. Well, no, 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 because for the next 12 years, he's working on fucking Avatar sequels. But okay. uh, someday, someday, we might see a Terminator that doesn't suck. <laughs> I saw a meme today. It was uh, an image. It was uh, Star Wars Episode Eight releases 2017 on its date and Avatar 2, December 25th, 2017. And then it was the guy, the Asian guy from Godzilla is like, just let them fight. Because, like, the two biggest movie sequels. But see, the, okay. So, I, I just thought it was funny. not going to make nearly as much money as the, it's, as the first one did. Avatar was a bad movie. Like, it, it's a bad movie. <laughs> um, it's going to make a ton of money because there's a lot of stupid people that are like, oh, yeah, that first one made a ton of money. Let's go see it. And they're going to see it once, and they'd be like, oh, oh, yeah, this was fucking terrible. And that's it. I know, I'm, I'm just – I thought the, the – Oh, no, no. I, was I wasn't funny. arguing with you like you were saying it was good. I just – Like, no, they're not going to fight. The movie's going to come out. It's going to make a couple hundred million dollars, and people are going to realize that it's fucking terrible, and no one's going to go see the third one. I liked Avatar. You didn't, though. I did. You didn't. Let's just leave it at that. Just. I'm just, not going to say it was the greatest thing ever, but I'm going to say I did like it. No, you, you didn't. Can you quote anything from that movie? Um – I swear to God, if you say unattainium, I'm just going to fucking hang up now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't quote like, it. There's but nothing memorable from that movie other than tree rape. I Look, I don't – I don't – I'm not a big movie quoter. Like, But I know that. But think about it. Like any movie that's actually good and memorable, there are, there are specific lines and things that like stand out to you. Nothing about that movie stands out to anybody. I, I just – like I – I, I, it's there's yeah there's no one thing that stands out to me i'm like because i'm not saying it's the greatest thing ever i'm just saying i liked it so it, just because i liked well, it so doesn't like mean... everything except for that that fucking steam game <laughs> well no i just i didn't i didn't think it was shitty i just i was like this not a bad movie let's go to somebody with a better opinion on this drew what do you think oh yeah true and avatar wasn't thank you and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean i didn't still might outgross the next star wars i doubt it i don't know because the Star Wars isn't going to catch the first Avatar. It did. No, it, 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 it worldwide. It, it, worldwide, not worldwide. It's it's just it's not going to catch it worldwide. It's a billion dollars behind. Yeah, and it already came out in China. So, um, but I don't see. I don't think Avatar is do that well, like the sequel. Because the reason it the the only reason the first one did so well is because of 3D. It was the first movie to really like go full on with 3D. And have it not be fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Every movie that comes out now is 3D. Like, there's nothing special about a 3D release anymore. And frankly, frankly, see more people's fucking... I don't even know what they were doing. But they use the same thing to have sex as they used to control their animals. So that's fucking weird. <laughs> 
I mean, bestiality is a big thing. But is it even bestiality? And, because they weren't like I don't I don't even know. The whole I thing mean, is th- weird. Is it any different from Captain Kirk having sex with an alien? No, it's not. But see, that's the thing. Star Trek isn't good either. <laughs> I, I, Star Trek isn't good. I, I've never really watched them besides. Uh, yeah, I've only TV really watched the movies. Um, Next Generation is great. No. Yes, it is. Now, fuck you. So just Captain Jean-Luc Picard, man. With a British accent. Yeah, oh, did you listen to the episode of Nerdist with uh, Patrick Stewart? Yeah, where he, he, he actually had done the uh, that the opening um, monologue with a uh, French accent. And they're just like, no, this is fucking awful. Yeah, that was actually pretty funny. Um, yeah. All right, so let, let's fuck Avatar. Let's get back to what we were talking about. Um, so Spider-Man, the, the Sony Marvel Spider-Man movie. Got yeah. up, which is rare for movies to get moved that way. Um, it went from July 28th to July 7th of 2017. Um, Three guess, weeks. Guess what's replacing its original release date? What's that? A Jumanji remake, because that's what we need. Oh, wait, yeah, a remake man. or a sequel? A remake. A remake right. of Jumanji. I mean, that's that's important. Remake, remake of Jumanji? No, that's, that's what I've been looking for my entire life. There's nothing wrong with the original. That's like the fact that they're fucking remaking Labyrinth, apparently. Well, they were originally going to be making a sequel, but you can't have the Goblin King without David Bowie, so now they're going to just get a new Goblin King, I guess? Yeah, I don't even fucking know. Um, but yeah, they were supposed to have a sequel of it. Yeah, but now they're just remaking it. It's stupid. Um, but yeah, so, so we'll see Spider-Man a little sooner, but like like Drew said, three weeks next year. That's kind of cool, right? I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. I I'm curious to see what he like, how he plays it in Civil War, or how much he's in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. So um, earlier, Richie, you started to mention the the DC show. Yeah, they had um, the Dawn of the Justice League, and they had their um, well, like, the other, the other one, of Tomorrow yeah. one. That one was. But yeah, that one doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, they they had the show that was. It was it was it was about the DC cinematic use because that's that's something they're building now. It's yeah. We don't know a lot about it. They had some uh, some never before seen stuff on it, and they had confirmed some things. So like we we now know that uh, the Green Lantern Corps are going to be in the Justice League movie. Yes, which is cool. Um, and we also got to see the first footage of Wonder Woman. Yeah, a few clips of it. Um, which I mean, it's it, interesting. It, it was it was a trailer that wasn't cut as a trailer. <laughs> Yeah, because it really was just a bunch of scenes kind of strung together. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just like, hey, we have some of this stuff filmed, even though this movie's not coming out for like a year and a half or two years. But that's DC releasing this stuff all early and shit. Well, I mean, they're trying to get some some footwork going, especially for these characters that people aren't really like the the Trinity from DC are are, are well known, like. Everyone knows Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Even if you don't know all of their their history, which a lot of people don't know Wonder Woman history, like you still know those three characters. Um, and everybody doesn't matter who they are knows like Batman and Superman's like history, like what they're yeah. about. Um, everyone knows Bruce Wayne is Batman, Clark Kent is Superman, Clark Kent is an alien. Like they they know all that shit. Um, but like Wonder Woman and a lot of these other characters, you do kind of have to ease people into because they don't know much about them. So it's actually yeah. kind of cool that they're already showing just some stuff. Just they're showing that it's going to be an action movie that apparently, like, I mean, they've been talking for a while that it's set during World War One. So that's okay, kinda, so that's kind of cool. Um, that's why everyone was dressed in old clothes. Um, well, I mean, I figured it'd just be set throughout time because she is a like almost immortal princess, priestess, whatever it is. Yeah, and I mean, and even she's Jeff a Dunn, god. 
Jeff Johns on that on the the show I think actually even referenced that like the whole Greek mythology tie-ins to the whole thing, which is cool that they're keeping that up. Yeah. Um, but I thought the the really cool thing that was on that sh- that show was uh, the Suicide Squad trailer. Yeah, you know I I, I want to air grievance real quick. The Suicide Squad trailer looked awesome. I was kind of like the same with the Legends of Tomorrow special that they had that special it was kind of like you're gonna give me a suicide suicide squad trailer for a dawn of the justice league special like you you, like the thing similar to the legends of tomorrow it just it really didn't give me much except for that new trailer and hey this is what's gonna happen with all this stuff but you didn't really give me a history of any of it but i don't think that's that show wasn't called dawn of the justice league it was called dawn of the justice I don't think so. It was it was uh, WB presents the Dawn of the Justice League or something like that. Uh, I mean, I can't I, if I, if I turn my TV on, noise would be made. So I don't want to do that. Dawn of the Justice League. Kevin Smith reveals DC Multiverse talk cut from Dawn of the Justice League special. Okay, for some reason I thought it had a different um a different title than that. No, yeah, it was called Dawn of the Justice League, but they give us a trailer for Suicide Squad. But. Si- I mean, the Dawn of Justice comes out in a few months, so, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. They don't really have much else they can show us. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, that trailer was fantastic. It it looks amazing. Like, I'm more excited for that than I am Batman Superman. So, I don't... uh, Did you only watch it the one time? Uh, What, the trailer? Yeah. I've seen it, like, two or three times. And, Drew, you haven't seen it at all? Which one? The new... uh, Suicide Squad? Nah, I haven't seen it yet. Right. So, do you guys at least know, or well, Drew, do you know what characters are going to be in Suicide Squad? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, I think that the one character, Enchantress, I think she's going to end up being a villain. Uh, no, I feel like it's Joker. Nope. So, I think the Joker might be flashbacks. Uh, maybe, but the way it was sounding in that special, they were saying that he's going to be playing a bigger role, and I feel like the villain is they're going after Joker. So- so here's my thinking. The Joker's role is going to be in the flashbacks of Harley Quinn's origin. Because if you look, so the Joker in that trailer alone has like five different outfits. So it's definitely not all at one time. Like, yeah. Um, Harley's in a couple different things when she's with the Joker compared to what you see her as in the present. Um, it looks in – there's one scene where it it's it looks like it's Ace Chemical – and the Joker is basically baptizing her in the chemicals. Yeah, yeah and, and you can see her blue hair color coming off of her hair in the chemicals. And no, stuff. no, no. I think that's in that's coming off like that was coming off of him, and that actually stains her hair. That's why her hair is white with like permanent dyed tips. I don't think she dyes the hair. I think that actually is from that. I, I'll have to watch it a couple more times to like read more into it. But the, from what it was sounding to me, Joker's going to be playing a big role in it, and he's—they're not really showing him in the Suicide Squad. So the only other—well, that's the Joker was never part of the Suicide Squad, but they also never show the Enchantress with. Yeah. Every time the the the, the most prominent scene they scenes they have with her is she, it looks like she's in like a motel room by herself, and she's in like the White House at one point. Okay. Like she is never with the rest of the team what? and if, anytime that they're fighting stuff the things they're fighting don't look like normal human like which one, one is enchantress which uh, actress is it or what um, does she look like? i can't remember the, the actress's name but it's the one that looks like she's dirty i'll have to figure, i'll have to look it up All right so i mean th- there's only three women in in like the team there's there's harley who you know harley katana is the girl with the sword and the half white mask that was in arrow 
Yeah. Um, Enchantress is the only other female they show other than Amanda Waller. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and they actually, there's a scene where um, Rick Flagg, who is one of the um, the army guys, um, when he's, he's the guy that reads off the list of, so, you know, we have a guy that starts fire and a guy that shoots things and a girl that's crazy. Um, yeah. He's, he is actually the leader of the Suicide Squad. He's actually a military person. Um, yeah, yeah. But at one point, there's a girl, when he's looking through the, the pamphlets, standing behind him. That's Enchantress before she becomes Enchantress. Because all that character is, like, she was a normal person who gets, like, possessed by a witch's spirit or something. Well, th- he reads her off, too. It's someone who's possessed. Yeah, no, well, that's because that voiceover isn't coming from that same scene. And odds are that voiceover might never be in the actual movie. Like it kind of like um the the Legends of Tomorrow the original trailer they showed had um Flash and Green Arrow on the roof yeah the first time saying that like like trying to make it seem like they they were the two that helped Rip Hunter pick them yeah and that wasn't actually part of that story at all I think that was just voiceover for the the trailer to introduce the character yeah yeah but if you if you look there's a there's a bunch of scenes in that where they are fighting people that are either imbued with magic or alien or something there's even that one weird scene near the end of the trailer um where that big plume of white and color is going off um that is not the joker like the joker the joker hires people to shoot other people he doesn't actually have any superpowers yeah. that's why i think the enchantress might be different because they never show her with him i mean they had a cast photo back a while back and the Enchantress is in that photo, but Joker isn't. And I, I mean, that's like it's it's one of those secret things, like what they're doing with what they did with Luke in Star Wars. It's like, where is he? What's going on? So yeah, who why knows? The, I'm just I I think the Joker is going to be 90 percent um, flashback. I don't think he's going, and I think there's going to be a lot of flashback. Um, but yeah, I I have a feeling that Enchantress she might not be the big bad, and she might not start off as the bad guy. But I have a feeling she is going to end up being a villain for them because they just – in that whole trailer, you never saw her with – there was there were several times where you see the whole team together. She was never there. It's her and Slipknot who's probably just going to get fucking killed because who the fuck knows who Slipknot is? Yeah. Which one is Slipknot? Is that the fire guy? <laughs> no, that's uh, – <laughs> the fire guy's Diablo. Um, okay. Slipknot is – there's one point um, where – the door opens to a car and a dude jumps out and just punches a lady in the face. Okay. Um, and he's, he's wearing all black and he's got a bunch of ropes on his back. I'm pretty sure that's Slipknot. Okay. And yeah, well, yeah. Cause I'm, I'm looking at the cast photo. I see a guy with a bunch of ropes. The other guy is boomerang. And then there's captain boomerang. Yeah. Who in the trailer looks like he may have been mailed to the jail from the Australian post office. <laughs> really? Yeah, if you look, there's that scene where he's getting cut out of the bag. Yeah. Um, and if you look at the bag, it says Australian Post on it. <laughs> but he also jumps out of the bag and doesn't even look around. He just punches. Yeah. So, soon as he's soon as he's cut out, he just punches people. Yeah, yeah. So the, the movie is going to be good. I, I, there's still a lot of people complaining that about Harley and oh, she doesn't even have her New York accent and blah blah blah. And I'm like, just. Give it up. I mean, this is what she is in this movie universe. And she does have a li- like. She, you didn't hear her have a lot of lines. But yeah, she has a little bit of like a weird accent, and you might hear more of it in like a longer thing. Yeah, it's like the only memorable line she said in that trailer is, "We're bad guys. This is what we do." How New York are you going to get for that? There's no like New York inflections that you can do for that. I mean, as long and as she's like, talking, we're bad guys. This is what we do. Like, she, not, like 
Listen, as long as she calls Joker Puddin at some point, everything will be fine. And I'm sure she will. She prob- sure she has a tattoo of pudding on her that represents Joker. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm actually I after seeing the tra- like between that trailer and the last one, I have a feeling this is going to be a really good movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, how about something that Drew can actually mention or talk about? Uh, so did you guys hear about the uh, the technology tour that's going on right now? No. Um, so Kojima and Mark Cerny are on a trip together checking out new high-end technologies oh fuck all right so then i guess that's what his one tweet uh the other day was about yeah so um what was that tweet i remember that uh, it was just like a picture of a drink and it said where to next yeah so something like that it's like every every day they're in a different city basically he actually even tweeted he's like i i've kojima tweeted that his days are basically get off get get to the airport get off the like like land in his plane Go to his meeting, check in the hotel at night, go back to the airport the next morning. Um, but yeah, it, it's him and, and Mark Cerny, and a, Cerny actually joined Twitter just for this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're 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 off checking stuff out. That they posted pictures of them checking out the mocap um, stuff they used for Last of Us. Um, and they, they've been a couple other places. I know they they had a meeting with J.J. Uh, Abrams at last week. I want to say it was like like early in the week. Um, so odds are this is they're they're trying to find stuff for Kojima's next game. Um, okay. And you figure Mark Cerny is was the lead architect on the PS4, so I think between the two of them they're probably going to come up with something really cool. Yeah. But, but yeah, this was it's just interesting because you keep seeing like they're not they're giving absolutely no detail, but Kojima keeps posting like tweets of like the cities he's in each day. So like if you actually put enough like thought into it, you can probably figure out like what companies and developers and stuff like that are in those areas. Yeah. I mean, it's, let's see, we're January 22nd, which was a couple days ago. He was at the PlayStation offices. Then he was in San Fran. I think I I I saw today he's in London. uh, Yeah. I think I saw something. He was in London. Uh, Yeah. So I wonder what he's working on. Could be good. And I think the only other gaming stuff i found that was even worth mentioning uh palmer lucky is apparently being sued by oh boy it's the company that he was working for around the time that he kickstarted the oculus um he was working on like vr tech for them i guess particularly the screens and all and i guess they're claiming that some of that technology is sim that he was coming up with for them is similar to what he's using in the rift okay so that's fun for him. And I think that's not the only lawsuit he's got against them either. And then, of course, uh, I think you might care a little bit, Rich. Um, the Xbox 360 backwards compatibility stuff. Um, yeah. They're no longer going to release it on a monthly schedule. Like They're not going to like hoard games until they have a bunch and release them once a month. As, they, as they're available for backwards compatibility, they're just going to release them. Um, mm. But the cool thing right now, until February 5th, The Witcher 2 is free. And it's backwards compatible. Okay. So you can go into the Xbox store, buy The Witcher 2, well, just get it for free, and play it on your 3 or on your Xbox One. Oh, okay. And apparently that was a good game. Well, Witcher Witcher 2? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I hear Witcher 3 was a good game too, and it was terrible, so. No, no. <laughs> it's not terrible. <laughs> it's actually a really good game. It's just it's there's too much in it, and after 20 hours, it just kind of, you kind of just lose it. Well, thir- 20 to 30 hours, because it, th- there is. There's a lot to the game. It's a really well-done game, other than combat. Combat could be better, but like 
otherwise, like it, it's got its flaws, but its biggest flaw is it's just too big. Okay. So you really do just kind of lose interest in a lot of the stuff going on, especially because once you dump 30 hours into it and you haven't made any progress in the main storyline, it's just yeah. Yeah. That was my problem. That's I kind of hear a lot of other places talk about it like that, but there's a reason that it was on like every single website's game of the year list, usually near the top. <laughs> um, yeah. Trying to think what else. Scrolling through this list of shit I have. Um, Stephen Moffat is leaving Doctor Who. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh no. So and then who? I can't remember who it was that was taking over. They already have their Chris Tripnall. Um, Chipnall. He yeah. he was the um the Broadchurch showrunner, and he's ri- he's written episodes of Who and Torchwood. So he's not yeah, that's, familiar. That's I mean. Um, but yeah, so season ten will be Moffat's final season, but it's not going to air until spring twenty seventeen. <laughs> You're kidding, right? Nope. So the only Doctor Who that's going to be on this year will be the Christmas special. Fucking British TV, man. Yep. God damn it. I blame David. Yep. It's all his fault. Um, it is. Um, did you see the trailer for Pee Wee Herman? I didn't because I don't really care about that. But go ahead. Yeah, tell us about it. It was just Pee Wee Herman being creepy. Like, There's nothing really else I can explain. Okay. It's, it, I'm not excited for it at all. I don't care. I just... I'm sure there's people out there that do, but it's Pee Wee Herman looking like a pedophile, like always, and yeah, being I, creepy. I was never interested in any of that stuff. Like I never, I like, I think I saw Pee Wee's Big Adventure when I was younger, um, and I know a lot of people love that movie, but like I never watched Pee Wee's Playhouse. I didn't watch any of his movies. Like, I know the characters I can yeah. and all, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I was never. I think Paul Rubens is actually pretty funny. Yeah, like I, I've I've never really listened to any of his like comedy or watched anything that he's done besides Pee Wee Herman. And have you? Ne- I've just never been a fan of Pee Wee Herman. Have you ever seen the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie from ninety two ninety three? No. Watch that. He's in it. He he plays like a biker vampire dude. He's pretty funny. Oh God. He's not 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 a biker, but like he wears a leather jacket. But you wouldn't even realize it's him. Well. Yeah that that was a, I, that's a yeah. fun movie. Um. Okay. Last thing I was able to find, neither of you guys will care about. Steve Rogers is going to be Captain America again in spring. Yes, that um, means he's not going to die in Civil War. Maybe you never know. I mean, he wasn't <laughs> dead. He wasn't dead in the comics. He was just old. But apparently, he's going to get unold, and oh, uh, cool. him and Sam Wilson will both be Captain America. Sam will keep the round shield. Steve is getting kind of you know the shield that he had to, in, near the beginning of um, the first Captain America movie that was more like. It like looked more shield. like a regular shield, and it had like the pointed tip at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yes. So th- he's going to have that sort of shield, and it's going to have some sort of extendable energy tip at, at on the bottom of it that he can extend to cut things. And the shield will be able to be broken into half to be wielded with one with each arm. Interesting. Yeah, because that makes any kind of sense. Look, I mean, some people fight with shields. Look at Goofy in um in uh uh what's that game Kingdom called? Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. That's it. That's true. But, you know, like, the big thing with Captain America is he throws the shield and then catches it. You well, can't now, really, you can't really throw this. Now you can throw two of them. The funny thing is that they actually even wrote into the comics, I believe, that, like, Sam can't just, like, throw the shield and catch it. I think it's got, like, magnets or something like that now. Yeah. Because he, he doesn't have the actual reflexes or anything to do it the way Steve could or the way Bucky could. Yeah, he's not a super soldier. He doesn't have the strength and whatnot. It makes sense. So I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they ever actually like got into it, but I'm pretty sure Bucky could only do the stuff with the shield with his robot arm. Yeah, that, that would make sense because his robot arm would be super strong. 
But actually, I think right now in the comics, Sam Wilson is still a vampire or a werewolf, so he probably can just throw and catch the shield. I'm not even going to ask. Yep. I'm just – I'm not going to ask. Drew, <laughs> uh, do you have any news? No, not that I saw. Nothing WrestleMania-wise or anything? I mean, no? the, Royal, the Royal Rumble is tonight. You're going to watch it? Yeah, we're going over to our friends. Are you and Sean going to do a wrestling report after a year? Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe, probably. Not. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I think it has actually been close to a year. I think the last one was right around now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, what is it? Is it Royal Rumble, then WrestleMania? Uh, or is there like a Ro- few months between? WrestleMania is like end of March, beginning of April. So there's like two pay-per-views between? Uh, there's one in between, and then they don't do one early March. There's one in February, but not one in March. In March, unless – like I think this year WrestleMania is back in March. But if it doesn't end up in March, there's not a March pay-per-view. Okay. That's, that's that whole thing is just dumb. <laughs> I mean, they wind up with like 15 or not, or maybe it is 15, 14 or 15 a year anyway. Oh, they actually have months that have multiple. Some, yeah. Like I think October often winds up with, well, at least cause now if, do they still have the network thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's at least cheaper to watch them than it used to be. Oh, a hundred percent. Cause what were they? They were like after like pay-per-view kind of stopped mattering. Um, weren't they like 40 bucks or something like that? I, I want to say they're 50 or so, maybe it's 40 for standard def and 50 for HD, but who the fuck would not be getting HD? But cause I remember back in like the nineties when like everyone still had like the old school set top boxes. Um, mm. I think they were, they were like 10 bucks. Yeah. No, nah, they've definitely been way more than that for a, a while. Well, yeah, I probably ever since digital cable really, but I'm talking about like 96 cause I haven't watched a thing of wrestling since probably 99. I don't know. It, it, it's it, it's it's when wrestling like stopped being able to be bloody and violent, which I think was actually after that. It's not worth it if it's not violent. Exactly. Unless, unless you just want to watch two grown men hug it out. If I want, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can't think of any other news, but you know me, I'm terrible with news. You I are. Forget, I forget everything I see as soon as I see it. Well, um, I I, I just uploaded to the YouTube channel um my entire playthrough of Until Dawn. Nice. So, if anybody wants to go on and watch until dawn, so there's that. It's like watch six and a half kill, hours. So, watch you kill everybody in, in until dawn. Yeah. Hey, hey. Three people survived. That's not enough. It's, it's not that bad. Because you know what? A few other people I didn't really want to survive because they were douchebags. <laughs> but it's funny because at, at certain points when you're playing as um as Brett Dalton's character, I just because they, they look like themselves. Like the, mm-hmm. the 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 motion capture and the graphics and all are really well done. Um. I just kept thinking to myself, I'm like, why aren't you doing better? You're a fucking shield agent, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, he's not a shield agent. He's just an idiot. I mean, in this game, he he is the only one with any sort of, like, I don't know, action-oriented sequences, really. Like, there's quite a few scenes where he's running around with a gun and you have to shoot things. Hmm. And he makes friends with a wolf. Well, you can make friends with a wolf. So, I mean, that was cool. But I think that's the end of the show. What do you guys think? Uh, I think so. Why are there any emails? There aren't. That's why I said I'm pretty sure this is the end of the show. But if you want to email us, we'd appreciate it. And you can do that by sending them to social at one-quest.com. You yeah. can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash onequestonline or tweet at us on Twitter at one underscore quest. Um, and like I just mentioned, we also have a YouTube. You can find that along with some other stuff on our main website, one-quest.com. Uh, and I started actually going through and uh, – 
just making minor tweaks to stuff. So um, the post for the the podcast actually has the player embedded now. I stopped being lazy and just did that. <laughs> nice. Um, and uh, rather than just being text links, I actually put pictures to link to the different ways to subscribe and listen. Um, speaking of subscribing, you can uh, find us on iTunes and Stitcher for this here podcast. Um, or, you know, Wrestling Report, if that ever gets done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just go on either one of those things and search for one quest. I have found – uh, I downloaded Podcast Addict on my phone. Yeah, that's actually what I use. We're on there. Just- we're on there because for a little bit my PC was fucked, but I got that fixed. So I had a couple days where I needed to listen to all my podcasts on my phone. How do you normally listen to it? Um, I have an iPod. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. And I just download them on iTunes. That makes sense. But, yep. Yeah, that's what I was doing, but my iPod's kind of taking a shit. Um, the screen was already broken, and then uh, the power button up top doesn't d- depress anymore. So uh, eventually the screen turns off and all. But if I turn it on, I have to be really careful I don't hit the screen or anything, because then it just, like, it'll screw up the audio. Because I can't lock it. So. Fun. Yeah, so I just I started using my phone for them. And yeah, Podcast Addict is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're, we're on that. Pretty much anything that you can find podcasts on, we should be there. Uh, if you just search us, if not, we have the RSS feed on the website. And uh, you can just subscribe with that. It's pretty simple, guys. I yeah, promise. And, and this is, what, what number was this? This is episode 86. 86 so we're almost at 100 yep we, we need to do something special for 100 maybe we should start I, figuring that out because that's only like three and a half months away that's true. well i say we try and figure it out not on the podcast yeah and we now, say goodbye we're getting mate we're getting meta for everybody i mean i was thinking we can do a drunk cast but i'm the only one that really drinks so yeah that wouldn't be any fun no um yeah so let's just uh finish this up real quick so yeah um thanks for listening uh subscribe like plus one whatever those fancy social media things do nowadays uh rate us and review us on itunes and stitcher and we'll love you forever uh not forever but for a long time who else are you gonna love um myself that's fucking selfish my dogs they don't even like you they don't that's why whenever people come over they're all excited to see those people (laughs) they are (laughs) it's like somebody else is here thank fucking god i'm like i fucking feed you come on that's it. You feed them. I play with them. I cuddle with them sometimes. I doubt that. They're not very cuddly dogs. They don't like to cuddle. Nah, you just do it wrong. All Maybe. right, guys. That's the show. We'll be back next week with episode 87. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye. Peace. No, no. You do yes. it over and you say goodbye. Bye. Thank Peace. You. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> I hate all of you. I did it too close that you can't cut it out either. I can do whatever I want. I'll just cut out this whole ending. <laughs> It'll just cut off at one point, not even a bye. If I really cared enough, I would just fucking go in and find us saying goodbye in another episode. Fucking paste it in. <laughs> <laughs> you should put. It, you should do that one with Eric in it, <laughs> who is, is logged into Skype now. Is he really? Yeah, I know. Oh. He, he's, he, one of his is he, logged. No, in. That, that that's been logged in all day. Oh, okay, it's just idle. He's, it's probably on his phone or something, because that's the sort of shit that guy does. All right. Well, I already marked down when we finished, so. All right. This was the end already. We well, finished a minute ago. It's over. Yep. All right. Yeah.